Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of John. Today is episode 146. We're looking at John chapter 12, verses 37 through 43. Let's read the passage together. Even though he had performed so many signs in their presence, they did not believe him. This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet who said, Lord, who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? This is why they were unable to believe, because Isaiah also said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, so that they would not see with their eyes or understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke about him. Nevertheless, many did believe in him, even among the rulers, but because of the Pharisees they did not confess him, so they would not be banned from the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than praise from God. Well, Jesus has been at the Passover feast, and the Greeks have come to him, and Jesus has now announced his mission to the world, and and there seems to be some linkage between non-Jewish Greeks coming to him, and then suddenly it is his time. The message is not just for the Jews, it's for the entire world. And so he talks about his death much more openly than he has in the past, and the voice from heaven says that he has glorified Jesus. So now, and Jesus has withdrawn. So now, John says that the people still didn't believe. Now, he's not saying everybody, but the majority, it seems. Some believe. Some believe a lot of things. They believe Jesus is a miracle worker, Jesus is a man of God, Jesus is a prophet, and several believe he is the Messiah. So, the vast majority of Jews, though, don't believe him. And that's what he's talking about in verse 37. Even though he performed so many signs, as the words John uses, so many signs. Now, he's not just referring to numerical quantity, even though there were a lot numerically. He's also talking about the quality of the signs, that this wasn't just pulling a rabbit out of a hat kind of stuff. These were things like bringing sight to a man born blind and raising Lazarus from the dead. These were amazing signs, and there were a lot of them. And even though there were so many and such incredible signs, people didn't believe him. But John says this is, this is all part of God's plan. He said this was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet. So he's saying even Isaiah, who lived hundreds of years before, prophesied that this is what would happen. And specifically, he quotes from Isaiah 53, 1, passage in verse 38, says, Lord, who has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? And the question is, even though God is revealing himself, many people will not accept the message of God. And then John goes on in verse 39. This is why they were unable to believe, because Isaiah also said, now, John's bringing it back, another passage in Isaiah, saying specifically, and it's because of God's actions that people are not believing. Well, this goes along with the whole idea that people cannot believe, people cannot come to faith unless God guides them in coming to faith. So he quotes from Isaiah 6, verses 9 and 10, 
where Isaiah said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so that they would not see with their eyes or understand with their hearts and turn, and I would heal them. Now, this is specifically saying God has actually actively prevented people from seeing, prevented people from understanding, so that people would not turn, and by turning then experience healing from God. So it's like God has kept some people at arm's length. Now, this specific passage in Isaiah is quoted by Jesus in Matthew 13, Mark 4, and Luke 8. It's quoted by Paul in Acts 28. So this is a, a, an important passage here that gets quoted a lot. And the idea being that God is active. Things don't happen apart from God's will. And even things that seemingly are in violation of God's will will still accomplish God's plan. We can be used by God to accomplish his plan even in our rebellion. In this specific instance, it's specifically because of the rejection of Jesus by the Jews that the gospel goes out to the world. It's because of the persecution of the early Christians that the gospel is taken out into the world, that the gospel becomes more than just a Jewish religion. It becomes a world religion. And so God uses the disbelief of the Jews in accomplishing this. God uses the persecution of the Christians in accomplishing this. And John says in verse 41, Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke about him. So John is saying, Isaiah is really speaking about Jesus Christ here. Now, from Isaiah's perspective, he's speaking of the glory of God. But John's saying it's the same thing. The glory of God is displayed in the glory of Jesus. Interesting here in verse 42. So he's, he's talking about the majority of people didn't believe him. But we know many did. But then in verse 42, nevertheless, many did believe in him, even among the rulers. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, so that they would not be banned from the synagogue. For they loved human praise more than praise from God. So it's saying that even though the majority of people didn't believe, there were many people who did believe, even from among the religious rulers. Now we know later on, Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea, two of the Jewish rulers, will go to Pilate to ask for the body of Jesus to give him a proper burial. We know that Nicodemus came to Jesus early on, back in chapter 3, and he confessed then that Jesus obviously was a man of God. It seems that Nicodemus and Joseph Arimathea actually were believers, but were there others? And all of them, it seems, were afraid to speak up. Nicodemus came to Jesus at night. He didn't want people to see him talking to Jesus. The way John describes this is, is interesting. It says, they believed in him, but they were so afraid of the Pharisees that they wouldn't admit it. They wouldn't openly confess their belief in Jesus. So the question is, was it a true faith? Did they believe facts about Jesus, or did they really have faith in Jesus? Well, John doesn't analyze it from a theological or doctrinal perspective. But verse 43 is 
challenging. It says that they loved human praise more than praise from God. So the implication from John here is while they believed, they didn't believe enough. And this was something we've seen other places in the Gospel of John where even Jesus questioned their belief. Where Jesus says, well, you believe something, but you don't believe enough. And we often like to try and you know, put a rubber stamp on something, whether is, somebody has a uh, authentic faith or not. That's not up to us. We can't say because we don't know the heart. Uh, all we can do is present the gospel and, and try to help people come to faith. God is the one who actually knows the heart and judges the heart. So were these rulers who believed, did they believe something but not enough to really be saved or not? The implication is they did not, but it's not up to us to say, because John doesn't tell us. He just says that they believed, but the fear of people held them back. And that's a, a challenge for us today. So many people are uh, closet believers. They're afraid to admit their belief, afraid of what their families will say, afraid of what their friends will say, afraid of what their co-workers will say. And, and that's one of the challenges for us is to help people when they do come to faith, help them come out into the open and, and admit their faith. And, and one of the ways we do that is by living our faith out in the open so others can see it and say, hey, it's okay to live your faith out loud. It's okay to admit that you're a follower of Christ. And that's not up to us to judge the authenticity of other people's faith, but it is up to us to Encourage them to come to a deeper faith. Encourage them to actually live their faith. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.